Meet Dr. Frank King, the founder of King Bio, a local manufacturer of natural products since 1998 here in Asheville. For over 40 years, Dr. King has been helping people overcome chronic, recurring, and so-called incurable ailments while following simple, natural, and safe remedies and principles. Dr. King's full range of natural products can be found online at drkings.com. Or find select products at your local health food or drugstore, Earth Fair, CVS, and Walgreens. His book, The Healing Revolution, is available at drkings.com, Kindle, or Amazon.com. Welcome to The Healing Revolution. Welcome to the Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. We're back again this week, and uh, Doc, every week I get so excited about what topic we want to talk about. And last week you introduced a new topic to us uh, called Super Sexy Sleep. So we're going on for number two on that one today. <laughs> Wake up, Doc. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes, thank you. Well, hopefully this show will put us all to sleep. Oh, I love it. And uh, not now, but, you know. In an hour. Sleep, help us sleep better <laughs> uh, because sleeping better is so important, you know, to really being better, living better, uh, being oh, healthier. Yeah. And, you know, you were talking about just before the show, you were bringing up about you you were having a full color dream the other night I, weren't you? last night it, it's yeah. it's really ironic we would be talking about this this week cuz last night out of the clear blue i had a very vivid long color dream and and uh i was talking to you about that before we went on the air and you kind of helped me understand uh it seems like this dream went on for hours and hours mm-hmm. and we went to several different places and and uh we who is we uh, my friend uh, joel mccraw and i were yeah. together okay. last night and and uh, and we went to a lot of different places and of course the burning question when you wake up after one of those to me is how long did i actually dream I, mm-hmm. that seemed like it went on for hours was how long did it go on? So you definitely go back to the last show now. Okay. okay. And it's the first in our series of sleep. And uh, we talked about there's five stages That's of right. sleep, you know, that you go through. One is just a, where your twilight going off and where uh, my wife will come over and say, honey, are you sleeping? And and I would say, no, no, why? She says, well, you were already snoring. <laughs> and, uh, I said, oh, I couldn't stage. have been. Okay, that's the first stage. <laughs> uh, and then the uh, And, you know, that usually lasts about seven minutes. And then there's stage two uh, that goes in about 20 minutes uh, where you're almost like paralyzed and just almost in a state of trance. Uh, then you go into stage three. Uh, which is a very short transitional period into what we call deep sleep, and that only that could last about three minutes, maybe. And then there's about a the deep sleep that's dreamless sleep, that's really going into the real deep stuff, and your body heals. And uh, you know something I was just because I always love researching more and more. These shows just cause me to go deeper into more things, and uh, I've got to tell you. Okay, in this stage, so I'm repeating it, so we get to understand it because it's hard to catch all this the first time it is. unless you buy the book and really uh, uh, highlight it well. And you know, but in that dreamless deep stage of sleep, you know, that's where actually your interstitial fluids. You know, how you've been tested your interstitial <laughs> fluids lately? I didn't, uh, know I, had, I didn't know I had one of them. Yes, you do. <laughs> you have a lot of them, actually. Okay. And uh, you know where they're found? Your interstitial fluids? No. They're found everywhere. But here, this is the fluid that bathes all of our cells. All of our cells sit in this gelatinous thing. You ever picked up frog eggs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. notice you got the little egg, and then it's all this gel, and there are these little eggs throughout in the, the, the gel around the eggs. That's the interstitial fluids, if you would, in okay. a sense. Okay. Uh, so your, ba- your brain, all your cells are bathed in them, and your brain cells especially. And what happens, uh, I made some notes of this, and i got to make sure I do get it right because this is 
some of my latest information come from actually came from one of our my special researchers, Sunny, and she's uh, been in this for you know since she was a teenager has been into natural healing and she's like us and has that nice sign of wisdom which is white hair right she's a wonderful lady and uh so uh in in this we found something very interesting uh that the interstitial spaces between our brain cells increase by 60% during our deep sleep the space increases it's like you know unless you've over consumed alcohol the night before and that causes dehydration which we, when you wake up with a headache okay and that okay. Uh, that hangover sensation yeah, you yeah. you know what i'm talking about i've heard it my brother told me about okay. it okay yeah. and so in that scenario 60% increase in that interstitial fluid occurs in during deep sleep and what they're finding is this causes to draw, detox our brain cells which is very important for us to detox. We're all learning more and more about the importance of detox, not just to pass your next drug test at work. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. Do you have those tests here, Randy? No, no thank okay. goodness. No, you don't, they don't require that in radio, I guess. No, no, okay. never. There wouldn't be no radio. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you radio guys. Uh, so, uh, what is, you know, so in a sense, what it does, it prevents from having a dirty brain. Do you have a dirty brain? <laughs> yeah, that goes along with the radio thing. <laughs> but so, uh, okay, I see what see, you're saying. So yeah. this increase, you know, and that's why we need to hydrate. One of the things we talked about in the past, one of the right. eight essentials was sleep. Another one is, of course, being well hydrated. Very important. But they've realized that this, when during deep sleep, wow, that's like a huge, that's bigger than the, than the, you know, the, the tide coming in, in a sense, and going out. You know, it's, it's huge. 60% increase in that interstitial fluid between our brain cells. And so this is where it only draws the poisons out of our cells and then milks it out and gets through the lymphatic system and takes it out of our brain and prevents from getting a dirty brain. Okay, so which came first? I don't know. A dirty mind or a dirty brain? Uh, but the issue is, you know, does they've connected this. And there's all, that's why it makes now connected all these dots. And we'll talk about this a little later about what, you know, sleep or lack of sleep causes, you know, huge problems in all sorts of chronic illnesses, including cancers, by the way, uh-huh. and uh, Alzheimer's and these type of things, all highly connected, you know, to uh, poor sleep. The and cleansing yes. that takes effect the or cleansing. doesn't if you don't get a good or night's rest. In many, most of the cases, yeah, if you're not getting that all going through those five stages. Mm-hmm. And again, I want to just review those five stages because it's hard to grab all this. And you go through all five stages, it takes about an hour and a half. Okay. And so when you go through it, and so if you really are packing it in and really doing what I've been working hard at lately is getting up to nine hours of sleep. Okay. And I like it. I get more done. I'm sharper. I'm more active. I, you know, I accomplish more. I think clearer. I, some people question that maybe, but there's, you know, but I feel much more alive and, and sharper than in my mid sixties than I have in my life. Invigorated, huh? Yes. And so we want to really think about, okay, you, so if you're hitting really nine hours, so that it takes an hour and a half to go through all five stages. You know, again, 7%, seven uh, minutes of falling asleep, 20 minutes of the transition, 20 minutes um, where we lose, you know, totally becomes totally still. And, uh, you know, where all the... Uh, you know, rhythms and all these things start to really relax. And then we go through a three-minute transition and then go into that deep sleep for 30 minutes. 30 minutes of that deep sleep that we don't dream. You know, we really are. That's where a lot of this interstitial fluid increases and it mm-hmm. milks the poisons, the toxins out of our brain cells, which are very important. And then... Uh, then we go from there into stage five, which is that rapid eye movement that we've all probably heard of. And we either right. you, know, you look over and see your 
rim sleep. Spouse, yeah, you yeah. know, we'll say, oh, oh, did I marry a demon? What's going on here? Uh, you know, what happened? What, who is this person? You know, is it safe for me to go to sleep? Yes. You know, is there any knives around? Uh, you Can know. you sleep with one eye open? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Uh, so, you know, that's when we go into the rapid eye movement, and, and that's where we get into our dream state, and, and, and which is all very key parts. You know, one of them, you detoxes our brain, the other detoxes our body in a sense, uh, restores our functions of our body, the other restores functions of our brain. And that is very, very important. And so we go through this, if you get nine hours, uh, that one and a half hour of hitting all five stages, you go through it six times. Yeah. So you were saying when you dreamt, you said, was it all added up in one dream? Most not. It's okay. not. It's usually, you probably remember your last dream you had that night. Okay. If you're going to remember a dream. That's why I keep the dream book by my nightstand because, you know, and we'll start looking into dream interpretations and the symbolisms and things. It's really helped guide me in a lot of ways and helped me in a lot of ways to resolve not only personal issues I might be walking through, but also helping me help other people's, a lot of health my patients, I helped them. You know, they were. You know, we tracked a lot of so-called you know, incurable or difficult patients, difficult cases. Right. We used to have on our cards specializing in difficult cases. That's what we got. And you know, these were the rejects from everywhere else. And so, what is it we led? You know, I found a lot of times I'd have a dream about them. And that would lead me to finding an underlining causative factor and really start to open my eyes up more deeply into the holistic healthcare, looking at the whole person. That, you know, you might have a problem, say, with asthma. But all, or a thyroid problem that's not let's say let's call it thyroid problem so it's so common, and uh, but you know in taking the synthroid is not fixing it obviously, you know and matter of fact they, it's making worse sometimes palpitations and other things because there's other things that connect to the thyroid problem, everything from certain toxins we've found a bromine is a big one that's so common in baked goods into your hot tub, you know to, into water treatment yeah and. You know, so many different things bromine's in. It's a very nasty toxin that blocks your iodine use that your thyroid needs. And to, to, uh, we found even certain emotional suppressions, common, very common, too. But that's behind. But who is your endocrinologist that's giving you, uh, you know, a hormone? For your thyroid, if you're not addressing the causes, the real causes, you're not fixing the problem. And a lot of times it's even poor quality sleep will lead to, you know, you know, poor metabolism, slow metabolism, which is your thyroid shutting down. And a lot of times it might even relate to certain emotional things that have never been addressed. You wouldn't believe how many subconscious emotional traumas that people are walking around with. They're not even conscious of them. There's both conscious, aware of these problems and the ones that you've been suppressed so much, they don't even believe it happened. And so we can find these things. And that's where even going to a dream state can open up things. We realize more of understanding the dynamics of who we are as, as creative beings. And we understand there's you know so, so many truths yet to be discovered. And so beauty of sleep, so many things. We'll talk more about dreams uh, later on. But those are the four. And so if I wake up for some reason and I happen to I keep that notepad because in case I have a, I'm conscious of a dream, I write it down. Well, it's because I think of, if I only think about it, oh, I'm going to remember this dream. Yeah. And then I go back to sleep. Probably at least 80% of the time, I do not remember that dream the next morning. Right. You know, and or that dream or two that I might have had. So it's always good to write these down. And uh, and you know address them. So properly. you're not saying that you, uh, uh, the the cure for this person's problem came to you in a dream. You're saying that uh, it, during your dream, it spurred some other thoughts and some other avenues and some other creative ways of solving the problem. Exactly. I've been exactly there. You know, yeah. the, the the specific answer didn't come to you in a dream, but it prompted you to. A, an insight or a solution right. that it applied, right? You know, and it's almost more so in symbolism, 
Uh, it's okay. not like it's a specific answer, gotcha. but uh, maybe in a symbolism of some kind. So the more you start listening to it, guess what? The more it starts manifesting in a clearer communication. And so it's all like it's an exercise. It's part of our life. If you want to develop your life skills, if you want to develop your, your giftings in your life, this is one that you want to work on, obviously, because you will tap into things subconsciously that you're not aware of any other way. An exercise. That's a good way yeah. to put that. And, and so you need to use it. So what does sleep uh, deprivation, uh, how, you know what else we talked, and I promised we'd talk about it this week, causes weight gain. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. And so what? You know, so here's the thing. You can if you can work to sleep longer and better, you will and you need to lose weight. You will. And here's why. That's amazing. Okay. Now the science behind it. Okay. Okay. So we have there's thing called appetite suppressing hormone. It's called leptin. Okay. And then there's a hunger triggering hormone called uh, ghrelin. So leptin and ghrelin, ghrelin, what's that? G-H-R-E-L-I-N, ghrelin, Uh, that, you know, and it's all is regulated by our sleep patterns, by having good sleep patterns, you keep these regulated. And the research is showing that people who sleep too little, okay, uh, are deprived to some degree, those, oh, I sleep about six or seven hours, Okay, that's not enough. You're going to cause, incre- you know, you know, imbalances in these hormones, and what they do, they're both, or they lead to greater hunger and weight gain. So, I if can, you have excess of hunger, yeah, and you have weight gain, you you know, you better look at your sleep patterns. Yep. And so, uh, that's very important. And if you're taking sleeping pills which we'll talk about a little more here shortly, those sleeping pills will, uh, you might sleep, but you don't get the quality in the stage four and five of sleep that you need. There uh, cycles that you should have like five or at least five or six times a night. Those Then you're not getting the balance of those, uh, you know, hormones that regulate your appetite and control weight gain. So uh, very, very important. Uh, you find yourself being depressed, uh, you know, uh, perpetually tired, feeling helpless. You know, you start to have, dep- you know, just those kind of that cloud around you. You know, poor sleep leads to a whole lot of problems. The uh, Here's just a few. Okay. So, you know, having dep- just slight deprivations of sleep can cause increase, obviously, the weight gain. Okay, because your metabolism starts to slow down too, you and you increases your appetite, you know, so you end up eating too much, mm-hmm. and then it also leads to increased risk of diabetes, and um, and along with that, you find uh, that it causes already for this decrease in what we talked about a little bit in the past is uh, melatonin. Melatonin is probably one of the most powerful anti-cancer hormones and it comes you manifest it when you sleep in a dark room how many people actually even sleep in a dark totally dark room these days i make sure there's no little blinking lights (laughs) i make certain that you know even you know that you know we live in the country so you know uh there was a place we lived where it had these street lights Ugh, couldn't stand them Oh, uh, you know, and then when you, I love waking up. Did you see the moon last night? Oh, that's been incredible for the past several nights. Yes, yes. Uh, and and the, and the sun rises have been just so beautiful. It's called a hunter's moon. Hunters, yeah. Oh, you were out hunting last yeah, night. I, no, I haven't. What were but... you hunting for? <laughs> <laughs> hunting for a good night's sleep. <laughs> but the moon has been brilliant. Yes, it has. Yeah. And so, you know, we want to start to really bar- begin. You know, it creates these biorhythms that are so important. You know, what else is associated with aging? Anti-aging. You know, sleep is a key. Lack of sleep will cause you to age more rapidly. You know, so uh, we want to look into some of the, you know some other things. Uh, 
you know, and we'll go into some statistics here more so, but I want to leave you with one, a study uh, on 40, you know, the people found that, you know, deprived sleep, 40% decreased melatonin production in people with long exposures to fluorescent lights. How many people are exposed to fluorescent lights? Just about all of us, aren't we? Yeah. It ha- yeah, you know, they're everywhere. Yeah. You try to find an office building without fluorescent really lights. It really is, yeah. You know, a school without fluorescent lights. You know, so fluorescent lights, okay, 40% decrease in melatonin production. Fluorescent lights are not good. They're not good for the medium that we're speaking on right now, and that's AM radio. They cause real havoc with AM radio. Fluorescent lights give you that buzz going on. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Noise level is raised by fluorescent lights. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah, so I want to go into some statistics here after the break and and really start looking into reasons why we – so we get the right motivation to make some of these basic changes in turning our bedroom into a sleep sanctuary. A super sexy sleep, and that's what Dr. King is talking with us about today. We're going to take a quick break and be back and learn more about getting a good night's rest. Dr. King's Carolina Bison. Bison meat has about half the calories of beef, less fat than fish, and contains higher levels of digestible protein. In appearance, bison is a richer and darker red meat due to the high levels of vitamins and minerals and the lack of artificial preservatives, stimulants, and hormones that are usually found in beef. Dr. King's Carolina Bison is currently available at these popular local eateries and stores. Earth Fair, Harris Teeter, Wicked Weed, Universal Joint, Juicy Lucy's, Pax Tavern, The Biltmore Estate, Asheville Brewing Company, Jack of the Wood, Red Stag Grill in the Grand Bohemian Hotel, Grove Park Inn, and more. For more information, visit carolinabison.com. Dr. King's Carolina Bison, now proudly served at all fresh market locations. This is the Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Welcome back to Super Sexy Sleep Number Two with Dr. Frank King. So let's recap my long dream last night. So you're telling me that that my dream probably lasted about thirty minutes. If you remembered all of it, yes. Yeah. You know, In that about, last mm-hmm. cycle, the, the 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 dream part was about 30 minutes long. Exactly. It seemed like days. <laughs> and you probably had, how many hours did you sleep last night? Uh, probably about seven and a half or so. Okay. So you probably had... In there, what uh, five, five? Five of those. Five cycles. Yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, you, you know, so you probably had five dreams, and then four of them you don't even know. Remember, so, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> kind of like today, I guess maybe sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, so it's, that's why I love keeping a dream book. And the more conscious you become of your dreams, okay. Did you eat pizza with pepperoni last night? No, I had a really light dinner last yeah. night. Just like an apple and some cheese. And light, you know, a, a light meal is one of the other keys to sleeping better. So, okay. you know, having a lighter meal in the evening, this might be hard to get used to. But, you know, if anyone has heartburn, just think of a logic for a moment. Usually it happens at night, right? Yep. And it's probably because you ate a bigger meal than you can consume. So the pressure in your intestinal tract is greater, pushing – you've overconsumed what your body needs, and it's pushing it back up and giving you heartburn. Okay? It so makes perfect makes kind sense. of logical it, sense, it, doesn't it? Does. it? So does. Larry the Cable Guy, you know, he, think, he says, oh, take this pill and eat all you, can, eat all you want and <laughs> uh, of all the, you know – whatever barbecue, whatever you want. And, and don't worry about heartburn. Don't worry about it. You know, For and, 24 hours. Yes. And so, you know, not really the case. You can suppress it 
but you can't, you know, fix it that way. And so we want to be able to fix the causes. And so your body is really looking and it's telling you things. Listen to your body. If you're having problem and you're stressed about something, write it all out. You know, write a plan about how to deal with it. And when you do that, write us all down, and, and then you're not holding on to those thoughts anymore. You got your it's in your little logbook that you're following and guy your little guide. Your journal, I have a, a journal. I have a journal. Yeah, it's part of my dream book, and I'll journalize and I'll write things and th- thoughts of ideas and plans and actions and you know strategies and tactics and ways to go about addressing and resolving problems. Issues. The more, yeah. the better we resolve problems, the more powerful we become on the planet Earth. So we want to. So don't let these build up. It's kind of like heartburn again. If you let that too much consumption of food in your stomach, in your intestines, you know, there it'll back up on you. Okay, and you don't want that. That's what's going on. Now, same when you can't sleep because of things in your brain. You what I call cerebral constipation. How about that one? Okay. Yeah, okay, so cerebral being brain here, and, and uh, we are constipated. We've taken in way more into our brain than we were able to process, and that, so it's going to regurgitate on you, usually at night, <laughs> you know, in thoughts. So write them all down, get them out, get them on paper, you know, don't just be thinking it, but inking it. And uh, you actually put that down on paper, and then you can address it the next day. You can let go of it. It's gone. Bye. See you later. Going to sleep back in peace again. And that's the way we're going. That's one key thing here because we're all dealing with cerebral overconsumption. And today's the information age, and we have way too much in our brains than what we really need. And we watch too much news. Okay. And that's never good for a good night's sleep. And which leads me to. You know, one of the next things that I want to talk about, and that is dealing with what I call uh, blue light. Well, that sounds nice. I like blue light. Sounds like a nice thing, doesn't it? Sounds like cops to me. Yeah. <laughs> or Kmart. <laughs> yeah, or Kmart. Blue light special. So, do they still have that? Okay. I haven't been in Kmart so long. I don't, I don't know. think there's Come a on, Kmart confess. anymore. Is there? No. no? no. Kmart's gone? Sears, Kmart. You know, gone, yeah, right? Yeah. Gosh. You know, I go, yeah, I don't even go. You know, you'll see that me in the mall about once every five years. I think it was the 70s for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're dealing with the blue lights. Okay, uh, you know, never good. Okay, uh, and whether it's the police, <laughs> you can think of all those little blue lights in your house, in your bedroom. Okay, you got the blue lights. Maybe you have, you know, on your TV. You know, blue lights can come from a lot of different places, and they're not just looking blue. But a blue light is can be fluorescent bulbs that we talked about. They don't look blue, but they that is a blue light. Okay, in that flickering and all this, it definitely decreases. It well, it creates a lot of problems. We'll talk about all along with the fluorescent lights. Part of blue lights are cell phones, or is a blue light when it's on. Uh, computers screens, that's a blue light. Okay, television. Being, I can't watch my favorite show at night. Well. You know, try to just watch one, <laughs> okay, or try to skip it for a while. Do you know? Give you a break and watch the difference. How you feel? You don't know until you try going without it. How much better you will sleep. So, um, you know, we like to watch a show at night. You know, and uh, you know, try to do watch one night Netflix. See if you can like potato chips. Um, and you know, so the television, computer. Uh, any devices that have what we call an LED screen or type of similar screen like that, you know, these are blue lights. What is the warm lights? How about a natural fire? And you know what? Forget the natural part. But how about even just a, a you know, a fire from uh, propane or gas even, you know, that has a natural, even though, oh, wait, there's blue in there. But that's generally, it's you'll see it's more of an orangey, yellow kind of fire that is different. You know, it's a different type of fire, a light. And that natural light is warming, in a sense, not only to your skin, uh, to your body, but it's also warming to your brain. 
It's warming to your eyes. You know, that's a natural kind of fire that is a good fire for you. It's a better lighting, you know, for you. And just like the moon, you can say, oh, it's a blue moon tonight. It's a little different than a blue light. These these artificial lighting is a different thing altogether. So, you know, the natural moonlight is not so much a problem. You know, might want you to go outside and, you know, sit on a stump and howl at the moon. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but you're, it's a better, healthier light for you. Uh, even the stars, you can say, well, oh, those are kind of blue lights, aren't they? But no, they're a different kind of lighting. That's a reflection from the sun, really. So, yeah. you know, those are, you know, are our, our, our suns out there that are, you know, glowing from afar. And so, you know, the moon is a reflection from the sun. And, and so these are things that are more natural, that are more peaceful, that works with our body rhythms and flows with it and different than the artificial lighting that we're talking about. It has a whole different effect upon your body. Uh, again, what these can do, you know, it causes, again, premature aging, causes diabetes, can cause increased blood pressure, causes... Uh, you know, poor sleep, increased or premature aging. Uh, studies are showing clearly this does. Uh, as I was mentioning, uh, one study is 40% decrease in melatonin production in people with long exposures to fluorescent lights that work under fluorescent lights through the day. Your kids in school under fluorescent lights, uh, you know, 40% decrease in melatonin, which is so important for us. So as composed as compared to the your traditional light bulbs what we call incandescent light bulbs don't have that blue light effect it's kind of interesting so uh, you know, you watch some of these light-saving LED bulbs and all. I was going. That Sorry, was my next question might save you some uh, electrical dollars, but you're going to lose a lot more dollars by you know the health issues that they'll create living you know under them for long periods of time. You know, Thank you know you. turn one on a little bit. I mean, it's not the same as you know working under them or around them all day long. A lamp in the corner or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So people, you know, experiencing uh, more of this, these type of nighttime lights have definitely huge increases in breast cancer, cardiovascular disease, depression, uh, obesity, diabetes, uh, you know, the long, long list, you know, in here that affects us in a very negative and a very costly, much more costly than what you're saving supposedly in electrical dollars, plus the toxins of what's in those uh, curly kind of light bulbs and all. Yeah. You know, the, the, when you're when they do eventually burn out, what's inside of them is much more toxic. Yeah. You, you can't know, throw to, those in the trash. They're toxic. Yes. So we want to be thinking big picture when we look at all so-called new great you know, in, inventions. Uh, you know, something about – I want to talk about sleeping pills. I know you mentioned uh, yeah, at the but, last show yeah. your experience uh, for you know was not so not good, good about mm. sleep driving. Yeah, uh, yeah, sleep eating, um, not good at all. Not good at all. That was a short uh, experiment. <laughs> it it didn't last long because it didn't work. Well, to bring in a, a bigger, a longer experiment here. This was done on ten thousand people. Okay, and a study that showed, um, you know, people on sleeping pills that increased cancer risks, ready, by 35%. Wow. 35%. This is a 10,000 people study. Okay. Wow. Uh, Sleeping pills were four times more, people during the study were were four times more likely to die for any reason during that study. So four times more likely to die than people that did not take sleeping pills. Uh, you know, that's, that's pretty crazy. Um, the director of uh, the Scripps Clinic study uh, noted that the risk of developing lymphoma, lung, colon, or prostate cancer that was associated with sleeping pills was greater than the effects of smoking. Wow. Sleeping pills increase wow. your risk of developing cancer more so than smoking. 
That's profound. Yeah. Talk about the smoking gun here. Yeah, literally. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so you know, people. You know, we. You know, I'm shocked that we still have these kind of drugs in the marketplace today. Um. So, all sleeping pills can be addictive. By the way, uh, despite some of them that make a non-habit forming claim, it's you know, look deeper into the studies. Not true. Uh, you know, the sleeping common side effects. You know, you know, negative side effects reported from sleeping pills of any kind can be uncontrolled, uncontrollable shaking, loss of balance, dizziness, heart burn, constipation, sleepwalking, sleep driving. Gee, Randy, I think you had a couple of those, didn't you? I sure did. I sure yeah. did. Yeah. And uh, I see you don't shake as much anymore <laughs> over there. I sleep good now. Yeah. Yes. Got, got figured out what was going on there. Awesome. And you got to the cause of it, didn't exactly. you? Exactly. And effects of sleeping pills uh, even take up to 18 hours to dissipate, by the way. Wow. 18 hours. You know, when they say, oh, you shouldn't operate or drive or do anything when you take these pills. 18 hours. Okay, so who can carry on a job? You know, really. Right, uh, right. You know, the stages also, when you take sleeping pills, those stages of sleep that we were talking about, you it disrupts your stages of sleep and you get much less of the vital stage four and stage five sleep that you need to restore both your mind and your body. That makes perfect sense because you wouldn't be up driving, walking, eating, or whatever if you were getting those deep stage sleep yes. cycles you're talking about. Right. And so another thing I, I do want to talk about is snoring and sleep apnea. Now, you see a lot of it. It's a lot diagnosed. And if you're questioned, you should go through a, you know, a little clinic to see what it is. And they have these machines, which you have to be very careful about. Make sure they're clean because a lot of problems can manifest if you're not keeping those machines clean and, and proper. Uh, but also, when you work with all eight essentials, you'll be amazed how many of these sleep apnea issues go away just by getting back to normal weight again. Fixes most of it. Yes. Okay. And yes. So, yes, you can put a strap of machine to make you breathe at night, normal, if regular, instead of stopping, you know. And, uh, you know, and you, you find that you don't wake up uh, when you fix the causes. You don't wake up with those bruises on the side of your ribs. I'm trying to figure out where those bruises come from on, <laughs> on my ribs. I think I know. <laughs> and so we want to look into, you know, sleep apnea can lead to all sorts of things. Again, like all the sleep issues, you got obesity, increased allergies, increased sickness of any kind. We talked about cancer and heart disease and diabetes. Uh, and also what can cause sleep apnea is uh, alcohol consumption and uh, or overconsumption, however you want to look at that. You know, is, you know, my wife and I decided we enjoy a glass of wine with our some of our not every night, but with our. Yeah, so and we still, but you ought to see the size of our glasses these days. We keep giving bigger glasses. <laughs> One glass. <laughs> One glass, glass of wine. <laughs> yeah, it takes two hands to hold it. Uh, just kidding. Uh, obviously, it's a joke. Uh, most of the time. And so we want to address, and because these kind of things, you know, as, again, I, I mentioned this uh, on the farm, you know, a good day's work will give you a great night's sleep. And that was my that was Frank King Sr. speaking, my dad, and uh, a quote from him. And so it is. It's the way we deal with the, you know, we, are we getting enough physical activity? And, you know, we find when we don't get enough physical balance of activity, this is what I call our macro balance. There's micro, which is the tiny little things you can think, oh, maybe I don't have enough calcium or magnesium or something like that that's micro. But our macro Maybe I just don't have enough physical activity to give me a good night's sleep, you know. And so I need to think about that a little bit. Did I get outside and get some Dr. Sunshine? Did, you know, did I get out and do the activities that I would normally do that's so important for us? When you look at all the places where people live, what I call in the blue zones, and that's not, nothing to do with 
blue light at all. But the blue zones is where people are living to be over 100 years of age very commonly and just because they're living a natural lifestyle. What do they do? They could be sheep herders. They're active. They're moving around. They're climbing up the mountain. They're, you know, they're being active and outside and keeping a nice balance in their life. And so those, and a lot of times, some of these people actually even smoke and drink, okay? But yet they live long lives. That's how important lifestyle is. It can over, it can cover a multitude of sins, if you wish. You know, it can cause you to, you know, that these problem, other issues don't become such big issues. You become less susceptible to problems by living these, a little bit of the eight essentials that we talk about in the book. And if you eat, and these are all free. You know, you don't have to pay for them. They're so they're free. Why haven't you heard about them? Because they're free. <laughs> you know, and if we charged, you know, $1,000 to get these essentials, you know, maybe we can then have enough to do commercials all over the world to help empower people to say, here's the real power is within you. The real power to take control of your health, to prevent disease, you know, is within you. That's the big message. And, you know, the do- there's no insurance code for it. There's no insurance code that, you know, where your doctor can spend, you, you know, time sharing these vital things with you that makes the biggest difference because they don't get paid for it. <sighs> Boy, is it backwards. It is it backwards. You know, you know, in China, there was a time where they had set up where they, every physician was assigned to so many people in a geographic area where the physician was located. And what was key was the physician got paid only a certain amount pro you know you know a ratio prorated where they only got paid when the people were healthy when the people were sick they didn't get a you know that, pro, that ratio of payment you know so the physician was motivated to actually you know if, to get his pay to keep people healthy. So he would see everybody on a regular basis, proactively and preventatively. We have a thing. The more proactive we become in our life, the more preventative we will be. And that is a great statement to live by. And think about that. How can I be more proactive in my lifestyle? And by doing so, I'll be more preventative and you know, save a lot of this you know, needless suffering that we, so many people, most everybody goes through. And we can prevent it. Wow, it takes a while to get that message to sink and because we don't really think about doing things for our health until we have a health problem, okay? Just think if we treated our vehicles that way. Ooh. Our cars. Stuck on the highway, I believe we'd be. We'd be, you know, we'd be having a lot of you know <laughs> problems. And, you know, so we let's think. Let's use this, you know, that's why we call it the healing revolution. We need to get this message, get it to the world. We solve the health care crisis in so many ways. We can, 80% of the problems can be preventative, you know, prevented, and we can prevent them. Simple as this. Let's learn to sleep better. Wow, we can sleep better. We can be, we can live so much better. Super Sexy Sleep. That's the topic today on The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. We'll be right back. Dr. King's flagship farm is now open for tours. Located in Leicester, North Carolina, 15 minutes from downtown Asheville, Dr. King's tour promotes soil to sustenance. Visitors enjoy breathtaking views of the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains with a variety of animals, including bison, African Watusi, elk, camels, deer, and yak. Feed milking camels and see rare white bison and marvel at the largest horned cattle in the world, the African Watusi. To make your reservations or for questions, please visit carolinabison.com. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. It's The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King and a topic that's uh, really so 
revealing to me and so uh, interesting to learn all these things about a good night's sleep. And, uh, you know, one of the things, Dr. King, I want to bring up, too, that's affecting me, and it does every year, is when you turn the heat on in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 time. you got to mm-hmm. do that now. And it's having an impact on my allergies. I, I, know, mm-hmm. I know if you notice it, my eyes watering and coughing a little bit. So uh, time to check filters and, you know, try to – that could impact your sleep, I'm sure. It certainly does, and uh, it's a big time to watch because your environment in your home changes a lot. And one of the things you want to get is, you you know, one of those little gauges, you can buy them at, uh, oh, you know. Ace Hardware. Anywhere where it checks your humidity levels. Hygrometer is that what that's I believe it's uh, something along that line. Yeah, and but you just a little thing and it tells you. And I like to keep, you know, around you know maybe forty or fifty even. You know, I like a little more humid environment, and uh, you know so. But you will find as soon as the heat kicks on, to a number of things happen. One is you'll see that your humidity in your home will go way down. And so you want to be careful of that because that will dry out. And, you you know, it's good to stick your finger in your nose once in a while. Okay? It's, it's okay. You uh, want to check your moisture. Okay? No matter so what the sh- teacher told you, yeah, it's okay, it's, right? it's okay. Come on. You know, you do it on I-26. <laughs> to, uh, you know, when all the traffic stopped, you can wave to your friends that way. But, uh, oh, you, you know, uh, but you stick your finger in your nose and check your moisture levels because the moisture in your nose is very, very important. And so, the, you know, you need that moisture. That's where your mast cells, mast cells are actually located. And that's your first line of defense. And that'll open you. Once your nose dries out, it'll start opening you up to ready get, uh, you know, what we call, how about a rhinovirus? You know that from Africa? No. Uh, like the swine flu? No. It's, it's more rhino. There's a lot. That means nose. And so these are, there's over 200 rhinoviruses running around. Oh, my. Okay. There's a lot more of those than there are flu viruses. And so we want to be very careful and keep our nose clean in a sense where we keep it moist. And so that's a valuable aspect. And you want to keep, you know, and it's an uphill. You won't ever do it if you let your house dry out. And let your house dry out. And so you need to have some kind of humidifier either built into your heating duct system or, you know, something along this or have them, you know, in rooms around the house to keep it in balance and have that little gauges around to know that you're keeping, you know, the moisture level in your home just right for you because it dries out your nose, dries out your throat, you find the chronic cough, you get the chronic head colds, uh, or what seems like allergies, uh, you know, you, you get all sorts in dry skin, dry hair, dry nails, you know, dry humor. Uh, you know, it affects everything. So, you know, we want to make certain that, you know, we keep that humidity right. Uh, also to um, finish out a little bit on that sleep disorder, sleep apneas, things of that nature. Here's a little statistic. You know, you, why you want to be tested. You've got to see a specialist. Check them out. Have them check you out on these things, uh, especially if you seem tired a lot. You know, you find... Uh, you know, in the average person with a sleep disorder like this will awaken about 27 times, do you think, is it per night or per hour? I bet that's per hour. Well, you're really good, right? I bet that is, yes. yeah. And so, 27 times per hour. Yes. And their partner they're sleeping with will awaken on an average of 21 times per hour. So from your 27 times, they, you're waking yes. them up 21 times. So you can become a victim of secondhand snoring. <laughs> <laughs> if you will. <laughs> well, it's worse than secondhand smoke. I'll be darned. And, and so well, let's keep an eye about that. And do why I want to encourage everyone, get checked out. 
you know, and and get to causes. You don't I mean you have to go get a, you know, a machine you got to sleep with the rest of your life. <laughs> okay. Those, that's that, that rules out the sexy part right yeah, there. Well, yeah, it does. Yeah. And we you know what we will cover that probably in the next show now. Okay. okay? It's okay. going to we'll get to this super sleep and and we'll get to the sexy part too, which <laughs> okay. is very important. Yeah, yeah an aspect of you know, prepping for sleep. You always you uh, you do that so gracefully. Yes, and so we'll uh, you know we want to be aware that this is affecting not only the person with the sleep disorder but the one that they're sleeping with. You know, so uh, you know we want to be able to uh, detoxify. We want to eat clean. We want to exercise. Uh, you know, manage our weight. Uh, manage alcohol consumptions. Uh, and avoid sleeping pills that don't ever address causes but create more problems uh, and create more causes to more problems. And so you want to be careful and look at the stats on the sleeping pills. Read my book. uh, Do your own research. uh, And one of the things that we do is we – we tried different beds and mattresses, so we will we'll probably go into our sleep sanctuary, sanctuary in our next show. And uh, But I know just to let you know, I'm not an advertisement, but if you get one of those adjustable beds that you can control the air in them, like a sleep number bed. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we went and bought this very expensive mattress with all this eco mattress and bamboo and da-da-da. And I, we just didn't – it didn't fit for us. But I like being able to turn on my side and know that I can I take that pressure down, my number down, so that my hips sink into the bed just right. And then I sleep much better, you know, and I can get, you know, that eight to nine hours of sleep better when I have that. So I'll sleep on my side and I'll turn that, you know, down, that number down into the 40s. Okay, and then that actually helps me sleep longer and better on my side. Oh, I see. I see. So it makes sense yeah. compared to sleeping on my back. Right. And uh, sleeping on a stomach is probably the worst place to sleep. By the way, for both your internal organs, or don't really settle in the way they fit into your uh, abdomen better. Uh, you know, it's not sleeping on your stomach. And so uh, it's okay to lay on your stomach a little, all that stuff, but sleeping all night on your stomach and your neck twisted, not not your favorite place to be. For you, it's not, It doesn't make your organs happy or your neck happy. Uh, so a few little things, and we're going to talk a little more in the next show about dreams. We're going to talk more about creating your sleep sanctuary and how to have super powerful sleep and how to uh, enhance your dream time. And how to make your, uh, you know, what I call Dr. King's happy bedtime advice. Okay. Oh, okay. A little special get a, list. Get a, get a bedtime story from Dr. King next yeah. week, huh? <laughs> Super yes. sexy sleep. It's a very interesting topic. And thank you for the knowledge gained, Dr. King. Uh, we look forward to chatting with you next week again on The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. As an author, lecturer, and whole health practitioner, Dr. King has a passion for natural health and empowering people to reach optimal health and wellness. Dr. King's 40-year career as a natural healer is all about equipping you and your healing revolution. Go to drkings.com to take free personalized health appraisals, including his whole person appraisal and candida test. You know your body best, so take back your health and awaken your healing power within. Learn more about the healing revolution by visiting drkings.com, where you can sign up for Dr. King's free newsletter or email a question about your health to Dr. King at thr at kingbio.com and join the healing revolution. You say you want a revolution.